0: Well, welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm senior on the men's alpine ski team, Max Burvey. I'm sitting here with Madison McCool. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, no problem. I'm Madison McCool. I am a PhD student um, in clinical psychology from the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. I'm doing my APA internship here, um, both at the School of Medicine and then I have a rotation here at PHP.
0: Well, I really do appreciate you joining us. Um, in previous podcasts, we've we focused a lot and talked a lot about confidence and where it stems from. Um, and in these, we're pretty much just going to go more into depth about the idea of confidence and the mentality behind that. So question one on the first podcast is, what can confidence do for a person, especially an athlete, and why is it important?
1: So I can get really nerdy here and like dive really deep into the research um, and could probably just go on and on about it. But really, what I think about it is confidence, self-esteem, and self-concept. And a big factor that confidence is related to is that of being stable and consistent over time. Um, And there have been some pretty cool studies that have linked confidence and the ability to remember prior behaviors. So the more confidence one confident one person is the more likely they're able to remember behaviors that they've done in the past. Um, and when I think about athletics and an athlete, I really think about that ability to be consistent in performance behaviors more times than not. So like we're all humans and we're all going to have rough days and we're all going to have days that we don't perform as well as we want just overall. Um, however, that consistency over time is something that in, can increase and drive performance. And in more general terms, confidence is related to how we value ourselves in the short term and the long term. Um, we as humans are constantly giving ourselves evaluative feed, feedback. So, like, how good am I doing at this task? Am I doing this task poorly? Um, And the more confident we are, we tend to make more positive evaluations about ourselves. um, And that's how it can be really important, especially to an athlete. The more you're thinking about yourself, the more you're evaluating yourself, and the more positive you are in those situations, just the better and more consistent your outcomes can be.
0: So it seems like it's pretty important to, you know, take into all accounts. So on competition day, no matter if it's a good day, bad day, it's important to understand and, like, Practice that, that that mental repetition, and uh, I think over time, like for myself anyway, I've I've gone to learn, um, just you know how I can be better, uh, even from the bad days. I think that's yeah. really important for me. Um, Definitely. So anyway, thank you for that. Question two: How does someone build confidence?
1: So there's about a million different things um, that somebody can do to build confidence. It also depends on if you're kind of talking about within sport specifically or just more generally in life. Because I think confidence is kind of difficult to differentiate between the two. But in sports, there's a few things that can help. One is kind of a bit obvious and some people can find it a bit tedious, but really it's practice. Um, the more you make those necessary connections between your mind and your body, and the more you practice something, the better you tend to be at it. So that's not really to say that if I keep practicing basketball, I'm going to be LeBron James. I'm five, seven on a good day. Um, I'm in my thirties. I've never played organized basketball before in my life. And so I'm never going to be LeBron James. However, I can get better at it. And for individuals blessed with that talent that have that work ethic and that perseverance, practice can really build competition through those repetition of the mind and body connection. Another thing to do is visualization and this also itself takes more practice. So there's some great NCAA wrestlers, Kale Sanderson and Dan Gable, um, and I believe they were both undefeated throughout their entire NCAA careers. Wow! Wow. And many of the, the athletes and them, they utilized imagery. And this was completely imagining participating in the competition what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, um, and how you're going to succeed in it. And this imagery isn't really from that like, eagle-eyed third-person point of view it's really engaging in it as if you were looking out of your own eyes and like for you skiing like as you're going down the mountain not like what do i look like from above um and this sort of imagery can actually light up similar areas in the brain as if you were actually engaging in the behavior um and a type of therapy dialectical behavior therapy actually utilizes this skill Um, it's called cope ahead of utilizing that imagery and since I think about like confidence and athletics, it's hard to like not think about being confident in life in general, but many of the same ideas can be used imagery and things that you may not feel as confident about practice and preparation in those things. Um, I like to think of life as a skill and there are going to be things that we may not be the best at. However, if they like bring us joy, even if they're difficult, we can continue to work at it. Um, I can get more confident and better in my abilities over a period of time. There are many other things to do as well. Therapy is a really great example. I'm going to put in a shameless plug. Um, Each person may have different areas and things that come up when they're feeling some self-doubt. So I'd be doing everyone a disservice to give kind of a one-size-fits-all answer here. So talking to somebody about what's going on through your thoughts, your body, and your emotions can really help get more personalized
0: answers for you. Yeah. So I really like the idea of, of the imagery aspect of it. Cause I know I, I can, you know, stand for most athletes here. Practice is very different than competition day. And, and it's very hard to put yourself in the same position and get the same feelings. And I know like for myself, I'll never feel the same, um, practicing as I do racing. But what I have begun to learn is that I can try to use imagery to put myself in that situation. And, you know, you know it's it's always going to be different a little bit but i think that it it does help prepare athletes better um it does you know definitely helps prepare myself better for for the big days and um you know i having that confidence that i have have put myself in that situation before even is very helpful so uh any you know tips ideas techniques that you know a quick you know an athlete can use quickly to you know combat this
1: yeah i think that cope ahead tip can be really, really helpful of like using the imagery and reminding yourself that like really you're a whole human and one performance situation or test competition doesn't really define you. And so kind of challenging some of those things that are going on and coping ahead and being confident in yourself over time, as opposed to like moment to moment, because that takes up
0: a lot of energy. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, So to finish up today on today's podcast, we're going to finish up with a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Thank you so much for joining me.